Let it flow. Let it flow, yeah. Let it flow. Thank you, Jesus. The shining is here. The shining. Yes. Some of you are afraid of the shining. Uh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Shing, ding, 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 ding. Some of, some of us were afraid of the shining, you know. Ooh. Ooh. We're not going to take an offering right now, but I just felt like there's prosperity being released, like in that. And some of us are afraid of, like, uh, of prosperity or prospering or whatever. <laughs> and just, I was just seeing, you know, a lot of things were just happening as we were just waiting in the presence, as we were just worshiping. And whoo, things are just opening up within us, you know, we're. We're awakening to who we are, awakening to who we truly are in him. And wow, I saw, I saw emotions being just unlocked and healed and just, hey, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just saw like uh, just prosperity opening up in areas where we were kind of afraid to it or ashamed to prosper even, um, where we are afraid of the shining. <laughs> Woo! Woo, we're scandalized by your goodness, God. We're scandalized by your goodness once again. We're scandalized by your grace and how kind you are. All the ages to come, you're going to show your kindness towards us in Christ. Whoa. So we just start now. We just, why, why not? Might as well start now. How much do you want to show us today? How much do you want to reveal today of your goodness, of your greatness, of your grace? your majesty, of your glory, hey, in us, in us, city on the hill, light of the world, holy, 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 hey, just sink deeper, let's just sink deeper today, right, let's just fall back even more, just, ooh, Hey, more than we ask, think, or imagine, more than we could ever imagine, more than we could ever dream of, Lord. Thank you. Your dreams are better than our dreams. <laughs> and you've made your dreams our dreams. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Let's not be in a hurry, Milky Gloryites. You know, just have another. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Glory. Oh, oh, mm. can you feel his pleasure? Can you feel his joy? Mm. <laughs> uh, wow.
We're all back. We're all back together. The band's back together. Amen. Thank you, Lord. That's it. We're going to Hollyweird. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, 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 wow. Wow. Amen. Oh. Thank you, Lord. I want to invite a few friends up. We're going to do a little share this afternoon. Um, Whoa. Amen, Jesus. So you all made it to Milky Glory. It's awesome that you're here. And uh, we are, like I said last night, kind of a fringe of the fringe in a way. So you're... You're definitely crazy if you made it here. God bless you. Look at you. Look at yourself. You're, you're normal, though, in heaven. You're normal, and soon all the cool kids will be doing it. Thank you, Lord. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, though we're, we are quite an odd bunch, you know, and there's a lot of interesting manifestors, a lot of different expressions, interesting expressions as you look around here, you know, a lot of creativity, and, uh, but you know, joy is the serious business of heaven, and uh, there are some things we really want to grow in and impart, you know, um, there, there really is something going on here that uh, I believe Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit are initiating that are in the midst of, I believe we are a part of a grace uh, wave or refreshing or awakening, a grace awakening. Am I right, Itolo? Look at you. Um, Where we're awakening to to the fullness of salvation, you know, over the last several, you know, well, all the history of the church has been a greater and greater awakening to the full gospel. Even in the last hundred years, you hear full gospel businessmen, you know, we preach the full gospel, but we're realizing, you know, that there's more to the gospel than we thought. And I really think that's honestly what Holy Spirit's been doing throughout the, all the ages. And, uh, but, you know, we're go, uh, whew, we got a group of us that are being launched out in different ways. Actually, everyone here is being launched. And what Holy Spirit's been speaking to me just the last few days is just reminding me of uh, just kind of the importance of the essentials of what Abba and Jesus, Holy Spirit, have communicated. Uh, the word of salvation the word of salvation, we're seeing the fullness of this salvation. And uh, we're, we're experiencing the fullness of the baptism in the wine, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I want to talk about that tonight. And I believe this weekend there's going to be fresh baptisms uh, in the wine, in the fire, in the Holy Spirit, in the bliss, in the presence. Fresh baptisms. Um, and... You may, hear, you may hear theological concepts presented, and uh, though we are an odd bunch, I do believe there are a bunch of theologians in here. There are a bunch of uh, those that are rich in the word of salvation. So you're going to hear that word proclaimed. Um, and even in, just in the conversations that we're having, a lot of this is already happening. I mean, last night I saw people getting baptized, you know what I mean, just around the fire. Shaka ding dong. As Rainey was singing, there was rich theological concepts being 
communicated to your belly, whether you knew it or not. But one of the other things that we really carry here, and you all probably noticed, um, and that's why I want to do a session on this afternoon, is glory community. Um, the value, the supreme value of community and, and how, you know, God is changing the expression of the church. Uh, thank God. Hallelujah. Amen. Woo! Which, you know, in a way, it's just back to, back to the... The back to the front, you know, as Metallica would say, but uh, no. back back to the early days, you know, where they were meeting in homes and fellowshipping and breaking bread and and partying and celebrating and uh, communing and feasting. So there's a lot of feasting, a lot of celebrating, a lot of partying. But I wanted to invite a few of my friends this afternoon that have been doing Glory Community um, to come and share a few nuggets together. We're gonna we're gonna pass the mic and share a few nuggets. Um, I want to invite uh, uh, Lynn Spinks. Come up. Lynn. I want to invite Scott and Liesel to come up. Put the pressure on here. I want to invite Jill and Martin to come up. Ha, 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 ha. Just bring your chair with you. Just line up. Just a, yeah, just a, a nutty nugget or two, you know. And I want to invite my lovely wife to come up and, and sit up in here. Come on up, honey. Just, yes, come on up, honey. Just stumble around the drunk people, you know. Just don't, don't squish them. The milk and the honey. But we're just going to share, you know. Any time we get together, I, li I like to bring it back to some of the values that Holy Spirit's had us focus on over the years. Some of the things that we really are walking in, and for all of you that join us, just to continue to provoke these heavenly gems, these heavenly priorities, you know, whoo, to be provoked. Wow, 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 wow. In fact, would you just pray with me as these guys are getting settled in here? Hey, Lord, provoke us. Ha-ha, ha-ha. Shock us, Lord. <laughs> Yeah, woo! Stir our hearts for the, for the dreams of your heart, Lord. Your dreams are exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or imagine. Your dreams are far above, Jesus. You're, you're high. Your dreams are high. Shing, ding, 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 ding. So whatever you're releasing this afternoon, whatever you want to speak, we, we just acknowledge this divine appointment. And uh, whoa. whether it be things that are said out loud or just things that are communicated in the spirit and in our hearts, Holy Spirit, lead. Uh, we like your leadership. We can do Jack Diddley squat without it. Ha, uh, Jack Diddley squat. Ha, 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 amen. Holy glory. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things my dad always says is the more we get together, the happier we'll be, you know. Oh, yeah, that was from Barney. Yeah, you know, you can see the resemblance, you know. <laughs> I lost my drink. Oh. Mm. I hope so. Shing ding ding, but yeah, and and uh, 
we've really seen that, I mean, ha- haven't you felt like, have you ever been a part of that, of that group or a part of something where it's like you actually had some momentum in the spirit together with that group? And whenever you would get together, you could kind of pick back right where you left off and just kind of keep going. And uh, I believe that's what church is meant to be. But most of us rarely ever taste that, you know. Like maybe once at that youth group mission trip when we were in high school, you know. Or, yeah, when there was that great movement or retreat or something, you know. Uh, Or a lot of people, that's why they conference hop, because they kind of felt it once or twice at a conference. They want to get that back, you know. Um, But I believe that's how the Trinity has felt from all eternity past, right? That connection, that that uh, that union, that that shared vision, uh, that's so exciting, like that that the atmosphere is just pregnant, you know. And that's really how the whole world came to be, right? Out of that cons- out of that conspiracy, out of that ecstasy and delight, what they were sharing, and uh, it's so amazing just to meditate on that. I mean, I just encourage you just get lost in in the trinitarian relationship from all eternity past, as a lot of our friends have shared on. But you know, I. That's really, um, you know, some of us tasted that. Like out of this group, you know, some of you might not know the history of our little community here, but uh, they call us Fort Wack now, which was like a, a nice little name given at a conference one time when they saw us all rolling around the floor and they found out we were from Fort Wayne. They gave us that Fort Wack moniker. Yeah. Shing, ding, ding. But... But we started in 2005 with a little group of people that, you know, some of us had actually it was birthed way out of back in the day out of a Lutheran youth group that some of us were a part of. And we actually felt that thing, you know, that that spark, you know, the intangible quality of glory community, that intangible like of Holy Spirit moving in our midst. And uh, and our youth group, you know, have you ever been to like a, a mainline denominational youth group before? What's the max number you'll ever get there? Like six, seven people, 12 max if it's like a big church, you know? So our youth group, like because of that spark or that thing, we had like 120 kids coming to our youth group. And it, like now if you're from like a big church, you know, that does like all the smoke machines and everything, that's easy to get that many. But for a Lutheran church, like they were writing books about it, you know. <laughs> they were like, wait, what? You know, and so there's a few of us that were, kind of came out of that, and then um, some of us went into different missions and different things, and uh, we began to see that that spark that we had in those days that was so rare to find, like anywhere, you know, even in the mission field. Most of the missionaries that we met were like burning out, you know, just barely surviving, um, going into different ministries, and everything's just disconnected, and individualistic people building their platforms, and so some of us were like still in touch, and we're like, dude, this isn't working, like whatever we're doing... Like, we just want to get back to that thing that we had, you know. And uh, so in the early days of this, I was living in India, and there was this email group we were sending back and forth. We said, what if we got together in one neighborhood, just left everything else, and just moved to the same neighborhood and just met every day and just, like, throw everything else aside, you know, and do that. So in 2005, we had a group of people that did that. And uh, it was only, there was only, like six, there was only, like, six or seven of us, you know. And... Uh, the, uh, Brian and Emily Schiltz were there. Uh, my lovely wife was a part of us pretty quickly after the beginning. I met her right around that time. Um, and a couple others were there. But that's kind of how our community got like started. And, and our heart was just, really when we started, we said, let's relearn everything about Christianity because whatever we knew didn't work. You know? <laughs> and, which is, 
really not possible. We tried our best, though. <laughs> we tried to throw it all out, you know, for a minute. Uh, just because we were seeing so many people burning out and whatever. And we began to read the book of Acts a lot to the point where, like, other ministries in the community or in the, in the city called us, like, the Acts kids because we were all, like, 20 years old or whatever around that time. And uh, we were just reading the book of Acts. And Acts 2.42 to 47 became kind of one of our linchpins, which was they all met together daily in the temple courts and in their homes and devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, the breaking of bread, fellowship, and prayer. And many signs and wonders were done. And daily the Lord was adding to those being saved, and they were all sharing their possessions and goods. And, and so shaka-laka-ding-dong, woo! That became a lot of the vision from, from the beginning, you know, to, to engage that. And, you know, uh, whoa, we're still learning a lot, you know. In, in 2008, we actually rediscovered the gospel, which was big. That was, that was really nice, that it wasn't by our efforts, but it was his free gift, which everyone talks about, but they'll still tell you you got to pray more, you got to fast more, you got to press in more and all that stuff. And uh, so we, I mean, we were doing it, though. Like, our community was doing it. We had seven nights a week meetings. Um, everyone in the community was supposed to be uh, fasting two days a week. Uh, you know, we were, if you didn't pray a couple times a day, like, for an hour, we had accountability partners that would check in on you. Make sure you were spending at least, like, an hour in the morning, an hour, like, in family prayer, taking communion every day. Um, doing all this stuff. I mean, we, we had these blue sheets that were actually scheduled every hour, 24-7, that you had to schedule, and you had to show your accountability partner what you were doing with every hour of every day. And, uh, yeah, we, we thought, but, you know, that's, they tell you, like, you're not dedicated enough. That was most of the messages you hear in the church. You're, if you did more, and, but we could say, like, we actually did the stuff you were supposed to do. The reason why that message still works in most churches is because most people hear it, feel guilty, and don't do it. But we actually did it. Now, we didn't do it perfectly, probably. But we scheduled every day, and we were fasting, praying, pressing in. And nothing was happening. We were just getting more tired. (laughs) We were just exhausted. In fact, people were, like, leaving more, you know, disappearing. But I would call them up. Oh, yeah, dude. Shaka ding dong. I burned out everybody, dude. Woo! Should have you should have felt the pressure. Katie can tell you about the pressure. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Under pressure, but anyway, that gospel revelation was pretty friggin' drunk. And before that, we didn't really see signs and wonders and stuff. And after that. We saw crazy stuff, dude. We've seen a lot of interesting things over the years. You know, it's been super fun. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Whoa, a lot of things that I wouldn't even believe if I told you. Because uh, the, the gospel is the power of God. Whoa, shing, ding, 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 ding. But anyway, so, I mean, that, that's just a little bit of our journey. And we've been, you know, it's since 2005, but... We've, we've felt that spark, and, and in the midst of us, you know, this is why we, we host some of these things. We just want to bring people in and let you feel a little bit of what we're feeling. And it's not every day is, like, freaking off the chain. I mean, we deal with all kinds of stuff. We've had people die. You know, we've had births, deaths, divorces, marriages, like, all kinds of crazy stuff happen in the midst of it. But 
there's still this spark of his presence, you know, and of his love. And, and there's this whack, dude. There's this thing where I just feel like, you know, to, to me, one of the aspects of the kingdom, or really the kingdom is, glory community is family, is just like you have a natural family, you were created to have a spiritual family, you know, to have a group. And, and in an ideal situation, your natural family and your spiritual family are like overlap. But for a lot of us, maybe that hasn't been the case. But in every place, dude, there's meant to be co-conspirators with you, you know, like people that you actually spend enough time with an intimate relationship that you actually know each other. You actually know each other. You know each other's dreams and visions. You get excited about each other's dreams. You work together. Not just, oh, you know, oh, I heard you share a testimony on Sunday morning. But you're in the nitty-gritty of life together, and you're trying projects. We, we've done a lot of things. We've opened a coffee shop together. We, we've, uh, what other things have we done? I don't know. Lots of just, you know, outreaches. We've had a monastery where we had 20 people living together in one roof, um, bringing in people of all backgrounds to live there. Living in our basement, we had like eight guys living in our basement, just reaching out, you know, just so much fun. Yeah, I mean, it's so many projects, man. So many things have been birthed out of it. And uh, whoa, shing, ding, 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 ding. So many living creatures. Uh, and uh, and so some of the some of the people up here have tasted of this. And I don't even know what God wants you guys all to say, but I just wanted to give a chance for different ones of us to just kind of share and, and, and provoke one another. Because I think the vision is rare in the land, dude, to, to have these kind of, uh, this kind of family in the body of Christ. And then once someone even sees the vision, it also then, the second thing is it feels really intimidating still, or it feels impossible, Right to form that because we've all had so many broken relationships, or or we just feel insecure in ourselves. Like I can't lead it, but look at like I'm sure after you hear us talk, you'll be like, well, if they can do it, because <laughs> I mean, you see what we're you see what we're doing. You know, what I mean, last night it's just a bunch of people sitting around in a backyard with like a little fire pit. You know what I mean, like. You know, you just get one or two friends. When we started, we had four or five people, and that took a lot of emails and a lot of planning to get, to get four or five. <laughs> I mean, a lot, you know, because people are just distracted with all this other stuff or whatever, but they're, in the midst of their distraction, they're also extremely unfulfilled, you know, and I mean, church is usually the most boring and most irrelevant thing to the average person, <laughs> and we wonder why, but this, this thing where we actually have, like, Friends, I mean, we're, we're friends as much as we are like church members. We, we, we just hang out and we get whacked. And there are some keys to it, you know, like the, the gospel, you know, actually having a gracious new creation perspective so you can forgive and stuff like that. But it's really not that hard. And uh, it's super, super fun. I, I did it for the fun. I'll just say I really did sign up for this stuff for the fun of it. Not because, like, God called me to do it. Like, yes, there is that as a part of it, but I would have given up a long time ago if it wasn't actually, like, really exhilarating and addicting. Glory community is addicting. That just spending this time together in intimacy is the, it's the best, you know. So I don't know. Who wants, to, who wants to start, guys? Just to share a testimony or two 
of what it's meant to you guys or okay here we go wow. welcome to fort wayne wow this is our house now it's your house isn't it beautiful to know that you guys are always welcome here I've loved that example that Matt and Katie have set. Their whole life, they've always had open homes, open arms. Come and be with us. One of Matt's favorite verses is he puts the lonely in families. And that's what this has represented because it's what it's become. It's what it always has been. You know, we're discovering something that has always been. What Christ did is united all of us into one big happy family hopefully happy the beauty of this though is that <clears throat> this called intimacy can be scary it can be scary good though you, know, you fall into love and you realize there's a space here that's just god unconditional love will cause you to let down your guard because you know you're safe you're safe here, you're welcome here, you're loved just exactly the way you are, because you're beautiful, <laughs> the way he made you. So that's what's been, this for me, a, a progressive revelation is just being able to come into this and, and be awakened to something that has always been, you know? And, uh, <laughs> It's, it's like when, you get, when you're caught up in it, words won't do it justice. And, that, and that's where you want to be. It's like, like last night. We don't have to talk about it. We just be about it. right? We wound up there in a place that God only knows how I got there. How did we get here? Who, who are these people? We're all so special. Here we are. We're all one big, beautiful, madly in love with one another, happy family. And so I've found a family I never knew existed. I never knew it was possible to find a space. I, I wasn't here in the beginning to help. I wasn't part of this. Matt, you know, Matt and I weren't together for years. His mom and I split up when he was young, and so I wasn't in his life. I've always supported his ministry, but I haven't been a part of this until... Something happened in 2008 when he started preaching this wacky stuff. I'm like blowing up his email from long distance. Like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Oh, this is not in the Bible. <laughs> My. My eyes were blind, you know. I was blind. I was blind because it's all over the Bible. So I came here and moved back to Indiana in 2010, and then by a year and a half later in 2012, under one of his nights preaching, I got whacked. Something happened, you know, and I got whacked. <laughs> I heard the Lord, I heard the Lord say, "I want you to do something undignified." I'm like, because I was like trying to be a good straight-laced good Christian boy at the time. He just asked me to go lay down on the floor, and when I did, something happened. 
But it was just that awakening, you know. Each of us have come to the space where there's some kind of an awakening going on. And what, what we've discovered is co-existent. It's co-communicated. It's, it's co-conversed, you know. It's, it's cocoa. It's, it's cocoa for cuckoo for cocoa nuts, you know. <laughs> so what we saw last night... I mean, from a distance, it may look easy, but it hasn't come easy for some of us to get here, because it's it is a it's a very serious matter of life and death. <laughs> because somewhere along the way, most of us have gotten to a place where we had nowhere to go but up. You know, I didn't realize I could get this high, but I. It became a matter of life and death. And so we're confronted with the loss of like, oh, this ain't working, all this religion and all this straight-laced crap. It burns me out. It's not working for me. And in that moment, usually some desperation, we cry out to God, you know, help me, show me, you know, whatever. And then, bam, he shows up because he's been there all along. And we literally are asked to lay down our lives in an exchange for something that's so scary because it's unknown, but it turns out it's so good. <laughs> Way beyond my wildest. It's exceedingly abundantly beyond all we could think or imagine. So we've kind of fallen into, Matt's, you know, I've talked about it, we've kind of just fallen into like, let's just have a family reunion every once in a while and call everybody together and just let Holy Spirit, Papa and Jesus have their way. And, and what you see here is, yeah, this, yeah, we've been, how we've discovered a life of ease and rest and peace and joy and love. I mean, that was the promise, it's joy unspeakable, it's, it's peace that passes understanding, it's love that surpasses knowledge. This stuff's real. <laughs> and so, it might look easy, because it is, but this is, we fell into something that's just so incredibly beautiful and powerful. And in this midst, I was hearing the Lord say, you know, the signs will follow. A lot of us were chasing signs and wonders. And somehow, some way we discovered that, no, the signs will follow us. We don't have to chase them. They just fall off of us. Right. Now that we're in this space where we're packing an atmosphere that's so full of grace and awakening awareness of what we are and who we are, <laughs> Miracles are normal. It's just normal Christianity. So, anyway, I thank every single one of you for being here and enriching our lives. We're enriched with each other's lives. Parts, pieces, parts of the body, the pieces of the puzzle are coming together. And we form this beautiful tapestry. Matt said it's, it's exploding in the glory, but each of us need to just let it explode within our own guts personally. Let this fullness of this last great awakening be in you and let him have his way with you. You don't have to be afraid of the intimacy. You don't have to be afraid of letting him just have his way with you. 
And as you surrender that life to his life, you become his life. You're literally the life of God. He's living. He's moving. He's being through you. And in us, it's a we. <laughs> the we get to go, we. <laughs> That's my five minutes. <laughs> I'll just say one thing before I pass it on. You know, we, we kind of got our tribe separated here by a space, but this, this whole Milky Glory thing was the dream of the Tennessee and, and Fort Wayne tribe. And so these guys over here have been down in Nashville, like, and we, we've had our Kainos Quinaneas the last several years. And a couple years ago after one, we were like, man, we can't wait till next year to do this. So let's do something else. And I think Liesl said that. She's like, let's do something more, you know. So we started these things that we called Milky Glory. And it's really birthed out of kind of these two tribes. So anyway. Wee. I mean, I guess an important rest, uh, ingredient is uh, just the practice of the presence. You know, noticing that God is in you, you're in him, and anything can really happen. And just being so, like, overwhelmed by that fact, you know, because for most of us, like, Jesus has just given us such a passion, woo, for who he is, you know. And for a long time, when we're striving, we're striving for the presence, you know. We're striving to, to encounter, to, to be with him, you know. And, and now it all makes sense that he's here. <laughs> and... Uh, just, you know, he's, he's the message, you know, he's the power, he's, he's the transformation that, that we love to taste and see, you know, like we love to see oh, yeah. people healed, like not just physically, but like emotionally, you know, or like addictions gone, you know, like just a new new creation reality like that only happens woo, with Jesus <laughs> and when Jesus you know that he's here that he hasn't left the building you know and that you make space for that you you notice it you I mean when I get together with you guys like let's notice what God's doing you know let's notice the presence that's here like there's nothing else i want to do i want to fellowship with you in the spirit you know and when i've like made that my main focus <sighs> oh i've died and gone to heaven <laughs> <laughs> oh lord we love you so yeah just just noticing 
Like, I make it, I make it, I'm like, I'm noticing you right now, Lord. <laughs> I'm just going to notice this. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what I'm seeing, but I'm just, I'm just telling you I'm noticing. <laughs> you know, and then, then slowly it becomes more clear, like, shh. Oh, it doesn't reach. <laughs> All right. You can see. Oh, yeah. Full on. Full on. Yeah. <laughs> Turtle power. <laughs> That's really special for me because the, when I met Matt and Katie, um, I was uh, really understanding the Lord was speaking to me about peace a lot and he basically said I don't want you to do anything unless you can do it peacefully and I didn't really understand that because at the time I was like rushing to get to meetings and I had things I needed to do for church and you know I was Russian at the time but I was I was like convicted that it was he was like well I don't I don't care if you never do another thing for me as long as you're peaceful and I was like oh Okay, so that was, became like my new kind of goal, spiritual goal, is to be at rest and be at peace no matter what's happening. Like, almost like I was like, I'm going to become a, a Jedi, you know, of peace. And anyways, that, it's just silly because Jesus is my peace. And, and it was just an, a misunderstanding. Like, I didn't understand that peace was a person and I couldn't actually not have him uh, with me doing things slowly together no matter what. <laughs> you know, anyway, um, he, when I met him, he started talking about turtles, and I started noticing turtles everywhere, and I was like, what's with turtles? And he was like, it's slow and steady, wins the race, and it just spoke to me so, because the Lord was already speaking to me about it, and I was just like, whoa, this is a real thing. You want me to, to be peaceful, you want, and I didn't, under, I didn't have language for it, you know, but um, just entering into his rest. And then I started to understand, like all he's ever wanted was for us to enter his rest, you know, just to stop trying to do anything that was for his glory or for ourselves even. I mean, he, he's managing 100% of the details and my job is just to enter his rest. And sometimes I forget it, I'm a normal person. I, I'm tempted, you know, like in all things. <laughs> but, but anyways, just it was so, Amazing to me to have him um, speak, communicate that to me. And um, I was like, I think I'm supposed to be on Team Turtle. I actually said it to Mimi. I was like, there's something in this. I think people should team up that, are, that get this, you know. And I said it to her in Washington. And I actually said it, and it was so deeply true that I, that I fell out in the spirit. Like, I was like, that's the first time I ever slain myself in the spirit, you know. <laughs> It was real. It really happened. So <laughs> I'm sure it was not exactly, you know, it was Jesus. But still, um, it was just very deeply true. And that's sometimes that's the way you had to communicate with me. Like, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, so um, Team Turtle means a lot to me because the gospel of grace um, 
saved my life. Grace saved my life. Grace is a person. I, I was, you know, I just didn't understand Jesus. And actually, I was raised in church, so I, th- I always thought that it was on me to provide whatever was going on, you know, and my, my becoming a better person and my growth, my spiritual growth and all that stuff, I thought it was my responsibility. And um, it's been so freeing. The Lord communicated to me through in the midst of crazy addictions and all kinds of stuff that it was never about me doing anything to be close to him. He was inside of me in the middle of my rebellion. So I couldn't shake him like he was joined to me. And so in my rebellion, I understood union. And then when I started receiving from him again, um, there was just no stopping that. Like when I started being aware that he was always answering all my prayers and, and no matter what I did to not deserve it, he was still faithful and, and doing everything for me. So I was like, well, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, but it's real. So meeting Matt and understanding that it's a real, like this is real, like effortless rest is what Jesus provides for us in the promised land of the cross. Like he's, he's given us, he's given us everything when he, when he died as us. And so now we just do actually get to just rest and lay down and just enjoy what he's done. And so I'm, I'm really keen for other people to experience this, um, ongoing grace, which is people say grace, like, and we think it's something we have to have or do to get grace. And grace is actually just our relationship as it unfolds through time with Jesus and the Father and Holy Spirit. It's not something, and that's why you can't define grace, because it changes from person to person and from minute to minute. It's always new every, every minute, every moment. And um, uh, it's just, I want everyone to be in relationship. That's, that's the bottom line. I want everyone to see how real this relationship is and how fruitful this relationship is, how much uh, you, you have to, to gain from understanding who's inside of you and who you're packing, you know? Like, when you don't unwrap your package and you have no idea what's inside of you, it's just tragic, man. It's not cool. And so I'm, like, on fire for people to see what they're packing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just, that's my heart. And I've, I've been on Team Turtle for a while now. <laughs> you know, I'm like excited for people to know who they are and to see what life has to offer this Zoe abundant life. Uh, it's just more than we can understand. Honestly, in any one moment, we don't understand what all he wants to do. Uh, so <laughs> But anyway, I don't know what I was supposed to be sharing about, except for that we're, we're on this team, and we're all part of the team. You guys are all part of our family. The family is, is um, ever-expanding, and you guys are so important in the Trinity family and in our family, and we just want our family to grow, just like Papa wants our family to grow. That's like, we want everyone to know that they're included. That's it. We really want them to know. So, yeah, to that end, we're doing crazy stuff, like, just, you know, wanting to go across the country and let other people know that the winds of change are blowing. And, and <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's me.
Who's next? I will say, b before whoever shares next, Lisa has such a heart for inclusion, guys. And uh, that's why it's, I'm so excited, you know, to hear more of, just more from this woman and from Scott, because both of them really model this picture of community where they, it's no child left behind in the real sense of the term, you know. Like they, if, if and, and everybody, you know, I think we can all learn from that in our communities, you know, you're always going to have somebody who, you know, they, they disappear or they're hiding or whatever. And you have those mamas and papas that just kind of lovingly reach in and be like, hey, what are you doing in there, buddy? You know, are you okay? You know, and she really carries that. And so does Scott. And I, I just love that, guys. And so that inclusion thing. nice to be able to get together with people who, uh, you know, believe the gospel and uh, uh, they've accepted it and they allow it to affect their life. Because, you know, um, it's good to have people to get together with and talk about, uh, well, for lack of a better term, religion and religious ideas and just to uh, talk about, you know, the ways of the world and how it might drag you down. And uh, because, you know, whether you're a whatever you may be gifted in, like you might be a teacher or an apostle or a, a preacher, you know, a prophet, a, a singer, a dancer, a, a screamer, a contemplator. <laughs> you know, whoever. Uh, it's really good to, to come together in a safe place, you know, where there's a safe place where uh, you can allow the Lord to manifest or... or practice um, spiritual gifts, I guess, and feel safe to do that. And um, I think that's really important, and I've really gotten that, um, you know, since getting together with our crew and everybody here. Um, and that uh, no, matter, no, matter, you know, no matter what, uh, you, you know, you may want to do or what you do do, be, yeah, yeah, forget the do, sorry, do do. Um, uh, it's always good to uh, be and do all those things together, you know, so we can uh, talk and listen, and the Lord will speak through different people at different times, and you hear that, and that pulls you back in to that creamy center. Christ and his love and his total acceptance, which really is, you know, the declaration of that we have a relationship with the Father. We have a relationship with God. 
that you know there's absolutely nothing hindering that there's nothing hindering him from moving through us that we don't have to do anything uh, you know you know I've been in church for quite a while myself and uh, in and out of different kinds of churches and you know they talk a lot about what we talked about before which is funny I said doo-doo because we always try to do the doo-doos because somehow personally I thought you know that if I did all these things that uh, like fasting or praying or studying the Bible or learning more about God that I had to have these things in me first before God would ever use me you know before Holy Spirit would ever move through me and um so getting together with, uh, you know, getting together with the tribes and coming here and doing different things together, you know, has showed me that I don't have to do anything, you know. In order for me to share God with somebody else or have God be in my life or, you know, uh, have part of this whole thing, I don't have to do anything. And that's really what... Uh, that's really what the, you know, the spirit of wisdom and revelation really is, is deconstructing all these things that I had in my mind that told me that um, that had to become or be something uh, different than what I already am, that God can use me and speak through me and uh, bless other people's lives. And I, I don't have to do anything. That's already been established, you know. Yeah. And... Um, I thought there was something else I wanted to share, but uh, mm -hmm. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Uh, and I, you know, I, I really thought a lot of in the past about, and a lot of people talk to me about this now, even is I thought that, you know, I had to start a ministry or I had to go into full-time ministry, you know, maybe I would say that, you know, and a lot of times I would be mentored, I'd be mentored by somebody and I'd say, you know, I want to go into full-time ministry and they'd say, oh, no, you're not ready for that. Don't do that. Uh, and, uh, you know, that I wanted to s start some kind of a thing, you know, a ministry and then build that ministry. And, uh, well, what God has really shown me through the, through the tribes and, every, and through the gospel, the true gospel is that I'm in ministry. All of us are in ministry full time right now. We don't have to wait to be in ministry. I think another good word for ministry might be friendship, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just being a good friend, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There you go. And that... And, you know, we, I mean, we've been involved, we've been getting together for a couple of years, we've endured COVID, what a nightmare that was. <laughs> we weren't able to get together, you know, and, um, but, and he's, uh, you know, he's changing things up with us right now, um, definitely, you know, the place where we're meeting, which, uh, you know, Joe and Martin's house, they had to move out. And there's some really big changes happening right now. And I think, and a lot of times I will think, Lord, what in the world are we doing? You know, we're getting together, you know, a couple times a week. Or I'm sorry, a couple times a month, maybe every week. And to the person objectively looking in, 
you'd say, well, you know, I don't see a whole lot going on there. I want to say, please, please do not despise small beginnings. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> what he's done, you know, what he's done in us and, and the relationships he's building are, are, are going to be the things that absolutely change the world. And, you know, we want to say, I was, you know, like building ministries. We think, oh, we got these mega churches and these mega ministries and all that, which I guess there's a place for that. But um, I don't know. Me personally, I don't. You know, uh, uh, but, you know, uh, it says in New Testament that it was done door to door and house to house. Now, you can fight that scripture all you want, but it's not going anywhere. It's going to be there for eternity, so um, it's intimacy and personal relationships. So, I mean, it's, for me, the Lord has shown me that it's more about who God's bringing into my life. That's my ministry, and that's your true ministry. That's my true ministry, and I think it's the same for everybody, is that, uh, is a, I mean, the Lord may have us do some things just to serve people, to be kind, to serve the community, and you could say that's a ministry, but you're our true ministry is that, is intimacy with who God has brought into your life. And um, sometimes that's not easy, you know, but still, sometimes it's hard to be vulnerable. And that's another thing that the Lord has shown me through the uh, Bliss Tribes and all this, is intimacy. And opening myself up and being vulnerable, you know. And uh, it's, it's, it's vulnerable, for, and that's hard for me. I mean... Uh, that is, that's a real challenge for me, you know, and um, it's a lot easier now than when it was, but um, that person that God brings into my life or people uh, that he really wants me to minister to and, and be intimate with and be f friends with, um, you know, they're going to turn around and do the same. And there's that grassroots, um, that that's the way God's wanted to do it ever since Jesus came and did what he did. He only did it with a few people. As a matter of fact, one time Jesus said something, and you think, man, I got to keep these people here. I got to keep them coming back or do whatever I got to do to get more people to come or whatever. Jesus said something, and everybody left. <laughs> I mean, Jesus said, you know, eat my flesh and drink my blood. Everybody took off, you know. So, uh, yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that he had to deconstruct in my own life and my own mind. And hanging out and being friends with other people, you know, having a true relationship, you know, that's what he's, that's what he wants to do and that's what he is going to do, you know. Wow, everything everybody said isn't so good. I don't know that I need to add anything, but um, I do agree. Like, I'm way more comfortable just sitting around a table or sitting around in my living room than with one of these sticks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this past, I guess, th three years that we've been gathering has really changed me 
personally a lot. And uh, I remember saying, probably more than once, but I would say to Martin, this isn't my, this isn't my vision, this is Matt's vision. I don't have a vision for community. This is... Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had, I, you know, I, I had the message, I'd gotten the message, and I was excited, but community hadn't come alive in my heart yet as, as the gift that it is, and I didn't, I didn't see it, and it's unfolded. Everything has been unfolding, <laughs> and I've just gotten to live in the unfolding, <laughs> and uh, sometimes I think it's just easy to stay with what's easy in our lives, and um, so, you know, like, when you, when you get into family groove, it can be easy to be comfortable with your family. And, um, but I know every time I'd get drunk, I'd be like, start texting everybody, like, hey, let's come over, let's, come, let's get together. <laughs> what am I doing, Lord? Oh, God, now we have to come up with, like, you know, clean the house and stuff. We homeschool. So it was like the kitchen table was always, like, three feet high. And I was like, oh, crap, i got to clean this stuff up. <laughs> That's just me whining, but <laughs> but then to just watch it all unfold and everybody come together as a family and participate and just, you know, the things you have to learn to do, like voice your needs and say no and say yes and all, just all of it. It just helped me grow up a lot in, uh, in loving people and being loved and, uh, you know, just the discovery of being ourselves with each other it's yeah. so much fun it's just i don't think there's anything else to do that could be better it's just so much fun so yeah now i'm in it for the fun matt secrets out So, yeah, it's been quite a journey uh, opening up our house and having people come in. And often a question I have is like, do I qualify? Am I qualified to do this? And, um, and then <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, what's, <laughs> what's the purpose? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> Yeah, and then when people come up, you're like, oh, that's an odd bunch. And so we, we came up with many thoughts that we, we thought could turn into plaques on our wall. Like when you look at the group of people, like, what the flock? <laughs> and we, had, <laughs> we had many of those thoughts. And... Um, But then there's the thing too, like, yeah, what, what is, what do I need to do? What's the purpose? Those are all questions that really, I want everyone to hear that, like, that really doesn't matter. That those are not the questions to be asking yourself. Like, um, okay, or let me answer them anyways. Like, <laughs> since they're 
not important. Um, you have to bring nothing, and it, it has to have no purpose, or at least that we have to be aware of. Yeah. And because recently I've been, I've been hearing, like Jill and I have been talking about this, but there's this, there's a new theology coming. And then we have tasted big chunks of it, but we haven't even tasted the whole... It's, it's, of course, it's not a new theology. It's, it's the, the proper theology. And it's, it's an ancient... The, it's, it's the truth about God. And, and it's dawning on us. And it's coming. There is... There is there's nothing we can do. It's like a freight train that's coming. And God is using us. So it's almost like if you ask, what can I do? Well, too late. Uh, you've been infected and you're part of that whole freight train, this new thing that is happening. And it's, that, that's pretty relaxed. Like it's, it's been done. It's already happening. So enjoy, just enjoy the ride. So if, if you want to start something or if you're thinking of something, it's, um, yeah, it, do it and it's a done deal. Like it's, um, it's not you doing it anyways. So stop worrying. Well, that's, that's pretty much, um, well, and there's one more thing because very cute years ago, half my life ago, um, I had this picture of me sitting in a, this locomotive, this steam engine, and, uh, and that nothing could stop that locomotive. Totally nothing can stop it. Not, nothing what I do, and, um, and I saw that kind of indiv individualistically. Like, we, we think in our culture so individualistically, like, am I doing the right thing? What can I do? And I'm like, okay, I, I'm, I'm just gonna stay in this locomotive. But now I know, no, that, that is just where Christianity is heading. It's, we're just in this locomotive. And it is it's going. And you can, you can wander, you can fight against it, you can, but I just highly recommend just get hammer drunk in it. Um, it's, a, it's a very good place to be. And, uh, and ho host something and, and get other people drunk as well. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Sing, ding, ding. Some of our other longtime community folks could possibly share. Rainy or Chris, I wondered if you guys want to add anything. I mean, no pressure, but she's got a microphone. Look at this. Watch this. Rainy's been a part of our <laughs> tribe for... How long now? Six years? Seven years. Seven? I mean, I feel like it's been more. Feels like forever. See what happened. See what happened to me.
I am. Um, <laughs> enjoying all of y'all right now. <laughs> enjoying all of y'all. Um, so I had been a part of. I grew up in a podunk town out in the middle of ever loving nowhere. And you had two things going on. And I was just thinking of this while I was sitting here listening to y'all. Had two things going on. You had everybody knows everybody, which could be scary and it could be wonderful. <laughs> but it, there was also this other thing going on, this huge independence, like you do your thing, I'll do mine. You leave us alone, we'll leave you alone. And a lot of us have lived a lot like that, where it's like, you know, you, you, uh, you go to work and you come home and, and you leave your workmates behind and, and you just have your close little us four. And then you go to church and it's the same way. It's like, you hi, and you hug each other, and all is friendly and bright. And then I'll see you next Sunday. And you're not likely to call each other. You're not likely to take time to just spend days just hanging out together, just to be together. And then I discovered community, something I didn't think I needed something I didn't think would affect me whatsoever. Um, but I was curious. When I met, when I heard about what Matt and Katie were doing, my curiosity was up. And let's just say I couldn't get my heartstrings unwrapped. And, you know... <laughs> there's just something special about I mentioned the community I mentioned the little town I grew up in partially because of one thing the joy of everybody knowing everybody is you get to watch each other grow up <laughs> even when you're adults you get to watch each other grow up you get to watch each other mature into little kids. And you get to watch the kids grow up into adults, little kids like us. And, um, you know, it's just neat. To have that, that kind of bond where it's like there's no, there's no, I don't know, there's just no comparing. No comparing to the bond that, that we have, just um, the friendships, the, um, the vulnerability, the being able to see each other through times that are not necessarily easy see each other through times where sometimes you want to, I mean, 
there are times when you want to give up and throw in the towel. You're like, God, am I even on the, the right track? It just feels like everything is going the opposite way that I thought it was supposed to go. And God's like, look again, sweetheart. <laughs> and what I love is how he uses each of us to be that second look in each other's lives. Like, how many millions of times did I need to look again? And then I saw Matt or Katie. I mean, sitting with Katie and um, <laughs> sometimes feeling like I really don't know what to say. But, man, I love this woman and I love the presence of God. And realizing that's all you really need in common. And sometimes she'll just say something and, like, Blow me right out of the water. Blow my thinking, my stinking thinking right out of the water. And just throw me right back into the dunk, drunk tank that I'm already living in. And that's what we get to be for each other every single day. And just, um, you know... To be able so many times as a blind person, relationships are formed because I need you to do for me or I need to do something for you. But these friendships that are formed out of just, I love you. I want you in my life. I want to be in your life. And there's just for no other reason but just because you belong to daddy and I belong to daddy. That, that is everything right there, guys. Um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. For me, too, it's just, it's, I don't mind having our privacy. It's nice. It's sweet and everything. And it's sometimes when I feel like I'm just not all the way put together or my, our house is a mess and Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes that privacy feels good. <laughs> but I'm telling you, there is nothing like when you... I loved it when we lived in the mono. There was some interesting stuff that happened during those years, you know. There's so many times where just living in with everybody and seeing the interactions between each other and um, silly things we would do and um, the way that certain people would be with kids and... Um, the way that you never know, knew who would be the one to get the rest of us all drunk. You never knew who would be the one to get us all laughing. Never knew who would be the one to just get us all trancing out. You know? <laughs> it's just fun to be able to play off of each other. And I'm sorry, I'm popping my peas. I need to get a, a little away from the microphone. I keep popping my vowels or consonants. But uh, <laughs> but it's just it's just good. It's just so good. Um, I just would recommend anybody and everybody experience what it's like. I don't think anybody can ever come out of living with so many people surrounding you on a daily basis. 
I don't think anybody can, can come out of that the same if it's done right. So, you know, and when it's based on the gospel and not um, just some man-made regiment or whatever, there's just so much healing and goodness. Anyhow, I'll, I'll stop. I feel like I'm yapping all over the place. So. I love you all so very much. Xing Ding. Xing Ding. Do I have to sit? I guess. Uh, thank you, Lord. Um, community is a beautiful thing. Uh, to make a long testimony short of how I found this, uh, this group, um, I saw God do some crazy things when I was in youth group on a mission trip to Canada. Uh, came back kind of whacked, though not knowing exactly those terms. Um, just I, I saw the, the technical terms. Uh, yeah. I was going out and like praying for people at uh, sports events and things and seeing some healings and stuff and and then somebody told me about this group where uh, I think I, I was at a couple of meetings before this but we did some uh, big event where we tried to raise some someone from the dead. <laughs> so. Uh, that ended up being a little controversial in the long run, but it was so, like, I was like, man, these people actually believe <laughs> that God does stuff, and that's so rare in the church these days. Uh, I want to hang out with these guys. So I started showing up to, to home church meetings, and, um, and I remember a night we discovered uh, John Crowder on YouTube, and, <laughs> and it really broke loose. But during those times, it was still like Matt already shared the testimony about fasting every week and like spending tons of time in the prayer room. We did something called the Holy Revolution Discipleship School, uh, where a group of us spent five months together living in uh, two houses in community. And every day we'd have waiting on God time in the morning and then... We had uh, uh, teaching sessions, and then we'd go lead prayer sets in the prayer room and um, memorize the book of Ephesians and read several other books. Like, it was a little bit intense, but in the middle of that, we all found time to get really whacked <laughs> with each other. Uh, and... The amazing thing about it was, like, you could not escape the presence of God in, in those houses. Like, if you went to the next room, somebody would be watching some teaching videos on YouTube, and then the next room, someone would be practicing guitar for their worship set in the prayer room later that week. Or uh, and the, you go down to the basement, and someone's working on memorizing Ephesians, reciting it, and uh, everywhere you went, it was... Um, it, it just brought you back to the place of worship. And we, we all knew that was something so special that we decided to continue that after the school was over and uh, start the mystical monastery. Uh, and we weren't the only ones who knew it was special because we had people from all over the world come to Fort Wayne of all places uh, to experience that. Um, and it's... The community is just such a beautiful thing, it'll do that. <laughs> um, I, I had to, uh, I, I followed, 
I was playing music in metal bands at the time and that brought me to another state for a while where I wasn't part of community. Uh, and uh, in order to stay as connected to, to God as I had been, I won't say it was difficult because when you're an addict to, to a substance, you're gonna find a way to get high. <laughs> I brought my Token the Ghost CDs with me and all that kind of stuff. But, <laughs> but there was a little bit of being intentional about it, whereas like, you know, there's a difference if you have to call up your dealer and if you live in the crack house. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's <laughs> and I think I'm going to leave it with that just <laughs> community 101 <laughs> So good. We'll kind of wind, wind this down here, but yeah, it's just awesome to hear from the different voices. Of, yeah. Whoo, shing, ding, ding. You know, I, I mean, part of our heart in this, and I think in the rest of the, the sessions this weekend, we probably won't cover this subject again, but if anybody here has provoked you or there's something in your heart about, you know, glory community or whatever, talk to somebody here. Let's keep these conversations going because, uh, man, in in all this, like I said, hopefully you see these people and you're like, well, they can do it, I can do it, you know. <laughs> and a lot of you are already doing it in different ways, you know. Um, and uh, I think just, just to kind of crystallize a few of the little, you know, nuggets down, I think part of it is, is seeing our expression of love for one another in long-term committed relationships is, is the heart of God. Like, is literally how God lives from all eternity, right? In this Trinitarian message that we're discovering, we're seeing that we've thought of it as an option, you know, kind of in the Western church or in mo most of the world, we think of it as an option, and our individual lives is our priority normally. And I think that's honestly one of the main things that's killing people across the world is this isolated, you know, occupations usually first, you know, um, then family in some loose sense of the term, you know, but even then it's like, if you move away from your family, people are like, well, you know, he needed money or work or whatever. And for one of the big things that I think we're seeing here is we're using this addict language and all this stuff, but that it's really indispensable, even if you only have like two or three people, but that you begin to connect with where two or three are gathered. There I am that mystical promise, you know, that, that thing, that expression there. And, uh, there is just something about it. And so there's so much that we love to impart and a lot, a lot of us are experiencing. You know, you heard nuggets of the finished work coming out today, and the mystical message. Obviously, we're all weirdos kind of manifesting in the presence. And tonight we're going to, like I said, we're going to go in a different direction. But, you know, woo, I get excited about it. You know, I just want to keep, I just want to provoke that, you know, in us to say, like, so much of the fruit of what you do see happening in a lot of our lives is just because we've spent so much time together in the glory, you know, and, and we had an intentionality. So many moves of God are like, 
it's, well, do you remember that thing that happened way back when? And I think that's usually because there wasn't this commitment to, like, the people to say, hey, like, it doesn't have to end. You know, and God will give us grace to whatever, you know, whatever thing barrier comes up to the move of God, we can sit and just get walk through it together because we're not giving up. It's indispensable. Like the body of Christ is not an option, you know, and as long as we live like it's an option, then it'll be an interesting story that we read about somewhere or or a cool experience we had at camp or on that retreat or on that one weekend or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, wow, the church is so broken or whatever. It's like, dude, be the church then, man. Like, you know, like, get off the, like everybody's sitting at the sidelines telling the telling the teams how to play. You know, you're you're in the game, dude. You're in the game. And it, and it is a game. It's a fun. It's a fun game, actually. And with all the talk, the number one thing we always get with community is like, wow, you guys do community. That must be so hard. I'm like. No, no, dude. Living isolated is hard. You know, living, living without reminders of the gospel is hard. Living without unconditionally loving relationships is hard. Now, not everybody, you know, is going to be unconditionally loving in your community, but there's grace for it, you know. And, yeah. and one of the things that I like to say, too, is, like, don't try to gather some big group or whatever. Like, just get one or two that are open Look into the, the relationship that Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit are having. Just gaze into that and experience that first and, and get refreshed. And then just find one even or two people that are open to that. You're like, well, there's nobody in my region. It's like there's somebody in your region that's at least open to it. You know, that doesn't mean they have to be like, you know, some mega superstar or, you know, whatever that's got. Because none of us are that, you know. But ask Holy Spirit, who are the people that you've placed in my life, you know, that, that are for that? And honestly, that's the biggest thing for us as far as glory community. It was some of us said we asked the Lord who are the people for our community, our spiritual family. And now we don't give up on those people. So ministries may change, like visions may change. But and I think that's when, um, when Martin said... One of the greatest things is that there's no purpose to this. Because it's not about our mission. It's not about our vision. It's about each other. It's about, and that is one of the, another biggest killers in the church is everybody's chasing their calling. And I just want to be with Chris, dude. I just want to hang out with Chris. We've got, we've had a lot of projects we've worked on that may or may not have worked, but we're, we weren't in it for the projects. Like, I, I couldn't care less, like, how successful it is. Like, we don't really have a purpose. It's just to be together. Just to be together. Enjoy, enjoy one another. Lo- love each other. Whatever. You know, be, being together. And that's what you see with Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit. It's like, we're like, what's our calling? What's our vision? What's our thing? Why won't God tell me my calling? He's like, because he really is down the list, you know. doesn't even care about your calling half the time, you know. You're calling to love, you know, in relationship. And so, I, dude, I'm excited. I mean, there, there is a lot of shift happening in different places. And a lot of you guys in this room get that. You're already connecting with that and you're getting it. And, and it's just going to be fun, man. Church is just going to be super fun. Like we talk about when we're not all pressuring each other to try to accomplish a bunch of stuff. But we're like, 
How are you? I like you. Let's, let's hang out. Let's hang out with God and each other and see what happens. And other stuff will happen. I'm not saying don't ever have a vision or whatever. There's amazing, awesome stuff we're going to do. But that is so far down the list from this just Trinitarian life. You know, this, oh, man. The, that's why, you know, we're sitting in the circle here. We can all see each other and just look at the God that's present. You know, look, look at how much glory is here. And whether we accomplish anything or not. And then out of that, stuff actually can get birthed, you know. But we're just getting this foundation of the essentials back again, you know. <laughs> the gospel, the glory in relationships, you know. So anyway, let's take a break. Let's feast some more or do something like that and uh, have some fun, have some conversation. And then we'll come back tonight like 7 or 8 or something, 7-ish. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you for fun. Thank you for glory community. Shabbat. Amen. Thanks, guys.